Alrighty, that's enough of that. Uh, this is Patrick <laughs> Ali with another episode of uh, Live on Real Estate that we're about to close the books on. And I say this every week, but we're getting so close to our 100th episode. I'm, uh, I'm getting super pumped about it. Yeah, we're one closer. We're one closer. <laughs> You're always one closer to the finish, one step closer to the finish line. So um, I don't really think uh, you need much introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway because <laughs> you've been on with us quite a bit, and everybody here knows you and loves you. Uh, but we're with uh, Lindsay Broadwell, Remax Eclipse. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you good. for having me. Somehow, again. <laughs> somehow, David drug you back here, and you agreed to come back and hang out with us. Yep. <laughs> Alrighty, pretty, uh, pretty cool. And then, uh, as always, I'm joined uh, with Jess sitting across from me in a. Uh, CP, one of our senior leaders in the office. What's going on, bud? Very, very good. Nice to be here. Good deal. Good deal. How was your uh, How was your drive in this morning? You're a Jeep guy, so it's easy. Smooth. Really? Smooth. Okay. No problems. What about for you? you you're yeah. coming from... Uh, yeah. From... Usually it takes 30 minutes. It took a whole hour today, so nice. that was fun. Yeah, that's all, that's all right. That's a couple. I feel like you knocked down a couple cups of coffee in an hour drive. Nah, I still have some left. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> awesome. So uh, we're here to bring you, obviously, everything you need to know about uh, mortgages and real estate. Hopefully add some value back to you today. So just kind of hopping into it. We were talking a little bit before the show. We always do a little bit of a prep, um, but I don't think that a lot of people know. how did Explain to us like, how you got into real estate um you know and why real estate right uh well as david tells everybody he's <laughs> why i'm here <laughs> and has taught me everything so says that to us all the time too. yeah right. right exactly he takes full credit right. so um basically out of college he hired me to work for hall financial mm -hmm. before he went to shore and then started hall back up mm -hmm. um and then i worked for him for three years and from there, I sold Adidas for four years. Okay. And it wasn't in a store. It was more to like corporate offices, yeah. teams, and hmm. stuff like that. And I loved that job. Yeah. I didn't want not want to leave it. Yeah. Then some recruiter convinced me yeah. to leave it. And then the job, the company I went to work for, basically fired all their salespeople two weeks into me starting to really? get training. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Wow. So then from there, I had a couple different sales jobs and then was like, all right, let's do this thing. Yeah. I'm just going to go into real estate. I was coaching soccer throughout this whole time because yeah. I've always coached, but I've officially quit it coaching a year and a half ago Okay. and mm. went full-time realtor because it just wasn't fair to the yeah. girls and then my clients of having to pick, choose, Yeah. because they're basically at the same time. Right. Right. And, so. and what was it about real estate that kind of got you involved with it? Was it the fact that you're being able to go outside, meet new people, and still do sales? Or was it, you know, income-driven? How did that start? Definitely income-driven. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think I would love it as much as I do. Yeah. And everyone that I talk to, they all say, I remember when you were getting your license, you were stressing out, and you didn't think this was it, and then now yeah. look at you, like, you're meant to do this. Right. So I'm like... I'm very proud and happy it's where a, I'm at now. It's a little <laughs> bit different sell selling Adidas to corporate and then going to sell like <laughs> homes, half yeah. million dollar right. homes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So do you focus more on list listings or do you focus more on buyers? What What is kind of your niche? So last year was my best year um, yet being in the business. Mm -hmm. And I was about 60, 40, 60 okay. listings or 60 buyers, oh, 40 so listings. Okay. okay, good. Yeah, so I'm trying to go more on to buy or listings. Yeah. And then the people that I'm bringing on to my team are going to be like my buyers people. Yeah. And that's what we kind of talk about the transition. I feel like in in any company there's always kind of a transition of how your role plays long term and that seems like a lot of realtors you start getting your feet wet dealing with a lot of buyers and working mm -hmm. with buyers and then you kind of do this little shift more to listings and then that's when you start kind of delegating I guess the work uh, of the buyer 
you know, based off of your, you know, what you believe your business model should be. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So you mentioned bringing some buyers, agents in. Do you have yeah. a team now already or how, how is the setup? So I just actually um, am bringing two people on. It happens to be one of my old clients. Uh, she's oh. always wanted to get into real estate. Yeah. And when I was working with her, it was very pleasant to work with her. Yeah. So right. like the great, great transaction. She actually used the evil Q people for their loans oh, really? <laughs> and she hated it and, and it i'm was like still a i good told transaction? you yeah well because i calmed her down <laughs> i was minute. like <laughs> right it really wasn't because yeah. they made it miserable for her yeah. but she's like you were there for me every step of the way and like i got on to like the 500 different people that you have to talk to there right. to right. get stuff closed and just figured it out for her and she's like you were there for me no matter what yeah. and she's like that's the way i want to be yeah so just working with her, I'm like, we're going to be great together. Right. And then the other guy's coming in. Uh, hopefully, he does really well. He's becoming a doctor. So nice. hopefully, wow. you know, maybe he'll turn that's into a, a referral person, too. Right. So, yeah, he's he's like, I'll make it work. Yeah, that's a tough schedule. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're it is. In, in the clinic or you're in the hospital all day. You're studying all day. I feel like you have no life most of the time. But real estate would be a good platform because real estate's one of those kind of careers where you can really – create your schedule and, and if your efficiency is just about how you cr- set up your day it so is. i think if you do it the right way it's possible it is know? possible but you're gonna be yeah. killing yourself he yeah. doesn't have family here so that helps him right okay, so he's not right. gonna be wanting to like do things with his family right so it's <laughs> it's <laughs> it i mean bad, it, it is, is it, it makes sounds sense. Yeah. yeah he's like i'm gonna want to go to california i'm like yeah but that's why we have our team like so right. we can have a life and right. go on vacation and not mm-hmm. have to think about real estate. We have yeah. each other's backs. That's kind of like my whole concept yeah. of this team thing. Well, and that's, you know, we've noticed a lot of people that um, go from being like a client to then becoming a realtor. Right. Um, and I feel like some of that's good and some of that can hurt you a little bit yes. getting into the industry because <laughs> I feel like, you know, you know, you don't pull your license out of a Cheerio box. Right. Mm-mm. And I think that that can kind of hurt you in a lot of cases. But I do see that sometimes it works out. Um, what do you think the the biggest differences between somebody that, whether they're a client or I guess not a client, but getting into the industry versus getting into the industry with knowledge? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, It's definitely huge. I mean, it's, I got into the industry and knew nothing. Mm. So my first year was miserable. Really? And even the company that I worked for was miserable. Like I've learned, learned everything not to do. Yeah. So you need to make sure that you're with the right people. And that's kind of my game plan behind my team. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, is to bring people in because I've coached soccer yeah. and I like to help people make money and become better as a person and all that stuff. So yeah. therefore, just getting in the right team and having the right people behind you to help right. you out that want you to be successful, not just to make money off of you Yeah, right. type of thing. Right. right. And, you know, uh, one thing that I'm really curious about, and I think a lot of people will be curious about, so don't give any, you know, any secrets out there but you do a lot of uh, or do some transactions via like facetime yes and you use other unique platforms just to you know work with clients buyers or sellers mm-hmm. so explain kind of how you started that or what the thought process was by like i'm just gonna skype this guy in right you know what i mean yeah so basically i am starting to try and kind of market myself as mm-hmm. a facetime realtor because i think that's a huge right huge market i guess um the first transaction that I ever did over FaceTime was with a guy who moved here from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I actually met him in person. 
um, and showed him a couple houses. Yeah. And then I started FaceTiming him because there'd be a plate. And this was during like when it still happens, but houses mm-hmm. were just going. Right. I mean, even at the, this right. was like a $400,000 right. house yeah. price point that he was looking at. And they were just going like no other. And he'd get really? mad because he, <laughs> he's not in the state, yeah, but right. he wants to be. So therefore I was like, let's just FaceTime. Let's figure this out, get FaceTime. And then, so we actually put in an offer on a house that was through FaceTime. And then he got to do the inspection in person and see it all. So mm-hmm. it was all good. But then the second transaction was with a guy who's came here for a residency and bought it through FaceTime. Really? He's just going to each house through FaceTime. And then I also did the inspection over FaceTime. So I basically sat there for three hours, learned everything. Then at the end of the inspection, I went around with him and the yeah. inspector and showed them the things wrong with the house and if they still oh, wanted really? to move forward and wow. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, obviously that's going to be something that's not yeah. for everyone, right? Some people right. Would, would lose their mind uh, with, with that. But kind of just having that in your pocket of, you know, look, it's an option mm-hmm. and I would think the level of trust, you know, that a client puts in your hands in that type of a situation is incredible. And, you know, for you to be able to kind of work with that or grow that or maybe mm-hmm. even turn that into testimonies, you know, um, right. testimonial. Yeah. Testimonial, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah, it's cool. It is stressful. I was yeah. when <laughs> when I was writing this offer without them seeing the house yeah. and then going through, especially with the next guy who came here for residency. um, I was like, oh my gosh, when they came, yeah. he spent like a weekend here to learn. And it was the first time taking in the house. I was like sweating going to this <laughs> house. I'm like, oh my God, I hope they love it. And thank God they did. They yeah, love it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it worked out. Well, so. and you're right too. It takes somebody that's honest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's going to go around the house and not, you know, turn the camera down because you yeah, see that crack right. in the wall. Because right. you know that at one point or another, that's going to come back and be a question. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I just think, I think it's huge. I think technology plays a massive, massive role in making, whether you're a real estate agent or a mortgage person, uh, super efficient in your day-to-day to be able to just walk somebody around. Yeah, but but like you said, you know, because we all know now that, you know, the the aerial photos and the photography and mm-hmm. the staging, you, I mean, you can make any house look just Amazing. beautiful. Yeah. Right, you know, right. And then you show yep. up on the doorstep and it's like, are you kidding? Yeah. This and is what was in the photos. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, yeah, that's obviously a fine line to walk. Right. Yeah. And yeah, there'd be some, <clears throat> excuse me, there would be some that I would just pull up to and be like, no. <laughs> and just <laughs> right. be like, we're not looking at this one yeah. right now and right. go to the next one. Yep. And good. they appreciated it so yeah. much. Yeah. So for sure. Now, do you find it, do you find it kind of tough? And I'm just curious to know, uh, because you, you have Lakefront, your home yep. Lakefront. Do you find it um, harder or easier to work with like Lakefront versus a $500,000 loan versus like a, uh, home in like St. Clair Shores that might not be on the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the difference between them all? Wow. Um, <laughs> Lakefront is definitely a different beast. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so rare. Like that's what people don't understand and don't right. really get why they're so expensive. Yeah. Because the lakes that are in this area, just use right. Oakland County, for example, um, the three big lakes, for example, Orchard, yeah. Pine, Upper, um, those lakes only have certain amount of roads that don't have a road going in between them. So the houses that are on directly on the lake and their lakes in their front mm-hmm. yard, us lake people call our lakefront front yes. yard, by the yeah, way. That's, that's um, accurate. <laughs> I know. Accurate. A lot of people don't know that. No, though. they don't. <laughs> so, I have a, I have a um, fire hydrant fr- front yard. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they and so therefore those ones that are on the lake go for way more. And people really? don't really when they're just looking at lakefront homes, don't see that value. Mm hmm. 
because they don't really know. So no. therefore, getting people who are starting to look at that compared to people who are just looking at a house not on a lake right. and get it because that's what they've looked at and lo- mm. known their whole life. Right. That's well, like yeah. the difference, I guess, is what... And the lake. I mean, the lake itself, you know, I think people don't necessarily put enough stock into, right? Because Correct. there are certainly plenty of lakes. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lake that when you step off of the shore or your dock and you sink up to your waist right, in muck. the muck mm-hmm. versus a lake that, you know, has a nice clean bottom. and the, I mean, you know, yeah. there's there's tons of difference. One that you can They're actually really... see the bottom in two right. feet of water versus you have no idea because it's just black. Right. There <laughs> yeah. really are. And that's like where I guess you would have to. Your realtor is huge yeah. on that. And I'm not just yeah. saying that because I am. But it's you're huge. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> I mean, it's you need to know what the lake is about. And right. a lot of the lakes are in Oakland County are super, super nice. It just depends on where you are on the lake. Right. For example, right. one lake sh- lake shore on our str- on our lake is a little bit mucky because it's not as good sand and all that. Right. Whereas the lake, the side that we're on is all sand. Really? And it goes out and like we know that and like where the best lots are and where you should be. Yeah. Compared to like other lakes where I guess if you go towards Brighton, a lot of those lakes are muck. Right. And right. like those people are used to it. So they love it. Yeah. Being, you know, Brighton people. Well, but <laughs> which speak, speaking your house too. So CP, you weren't on last time with us, but do we have an update? So last time we were on, you were doing renovations oh, in your yeah. house, right? So mm-hmm. everything's complete now? Complete, yeah. Good deal. So that that brings me to this point. There is a point to it, mm-hmm. Chris, okay? Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I know. I like points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're, as a realtor, when you're doing renovations in your house, aside from just cosmetic stuff, do you think about the property value and what that's going to do long term? Or do you just say, you know what? We're living here. I don't care. That, so my house, I guess, is... I love it. I don't ever want to leave it. So I didn't really think about it at first. We did a first in 2014. We added on completely Mm. just built on top of the house because it was a flat ranch. Right. So we added on and I wasn't in real estate then. Yeah. So I didn't even get to think about it or have any thought. Yeah. Now, if I was in real estate, I would have done things different upstairs. Oh, really? Totally. So therefore, being a realtor, yes, you start thinking about those things. Yeah. Doing the downstairs, I thought about those things. And mm. we have one more room and bathroom to do. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it for somebody else's taste. I'm doing it for mine. Right. right because right. I'm a dog lover and I want to make a dog room. That's yeah. awesome. So. No, I mean, we did, we put a front porch and a, a back and screened in porch. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's like, neither of those add value. You know, we added right. curb appeal and we did, but we didn't right. add square footage and we spent way too much money. And it's just like, <laughs> you know what? Screw it. We're just, well, this is what we want. So we're just going to do it. Yeah. So, and I'm, and I'm curious to just because I'm in that weird transition right now where like we're thinking about selling our house next year and then buying another house. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how do I, do I think about it? In my head, do I think about it as a mortgage person and say, okay, I want something that's going to give me a return on investment? Or for right. me, I'm like, my next house I'm going to die in. I don't care. I want right. to live there forever. Yeah. So I don't know. I it, guess it just depends on when you're ready. Yeah. That's yeah. when, like, because that's how I have some buyers like that now. Yeah. And, I mean, it depends on where you are in life. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you have kids and want that forever home, mm-hmm. go for it. But right. if you're not even there yet and have, right. don't even have right. kids, look for that investment. I mean, right. what do you have to lose, right? You want to gain money and then make it the next house where your kids are like four or five. Yeah. And then well, they'll I, actually yeah. care about the house in a way. And I think people go into a home thinking it's going to be their forever home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get that itch. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you know, so-and-so's just did this to their house and it's beautiful. And, oh, yeah. You know, so, you know. Yeah, know. you can always change things. And that's that, the thing. And that's what I want to do now, too. So we're, we have a dilemma in the Ollie household is that 
I want to like start doing little renovations in the house, but she's like, no, we're selling next year. I don't want to deal with mm. this stuff. So then you run that fine line of, okay, well, what, what are, what can we do now that might add value that might help us sell quicker right. versus like the things that you just want to do. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, don't put oodles of money into it. Cause there's right. literally like hundred dollar things you could do to make your house. Sell true, better. Right. Well, that's what I did. <laughs> I, I just repainted my bathroom the other day. It yeah. looks brand new. Yeah. Hmm. looks like a brand new bathroom. And then new same. handles on cabinets. That's it. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Well, okay. There's there's a question for you. So yeah. we're we're talking about this a lot too. Now we're going off the rails. Right. <laughs> right. But we want to do. We want to paint our cabinets in our kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Because like the new thing is white cabinets and like dark countertops. I don't know if that's that new, but go on. <laughs> okay. Well, listen for me. <laughs> I, hope, I hope for four years versus how long you own yours. So we're we're looking at those kind of things now. Is that something that can hinder us down the road? You know, I mean, because it is it is kind of preference right like some people might like it some people might not like it so when we go to sell down the road is that something that we should be erring on the side of caution of not painting white or well yeah of not painting white or doing those like significant uh things that you want to do in the house to make it more comfortable for you while you're there do it do it you're living there okay <laughs> i mean yeah i mean my money too. Uh, <laughs> well i mean you painting cabinets yeah. isn't really that expensive yeah, yeah, right? right if you were to completely change the cabinets and yeah. then move in a year i would say wait then yeah. let somebody else do that stuff right because okay. they're going to want their to pick their colors and do all that right. but since you're going to paint it your own color and want like to make you feel more comfortable right. and enjoy coming home to then do it nice yeah and you're talking about painting them white yeah it's not like you're talking about painting them red or right. you know something right. that's really really uh, out there what's bright trendy? green what's the craziest <laughs> what's the craziest house you've ever gone oh into gosh. like renovation wise or paint or whatever well lakefront i would you know lakefront you yeah. always find such, there a, are, such a mixed bag it's insane yeah there yeah. was this one house actually on oh my god um cooley lake yeah. i think it was and there was a hidden shower in a hallway seriously really so you're like in the bathroom and then there's like that sliding old school door yeah mm-hmm. and you open it and it's like probably like this wide, like as wide it's as like my shoulders. It's like a motorhome shower. Yeah, and really? you just get in and you have to pull down the handle. And I'm like, what is this? There's a drain in the floor. Really? It was so creepy. And this was operational. Interesting. This thing worked? I don't know. I okay. We didn't try it because it was foreclosed on. Okay. So therefore, it didn't really have hmm. anything on. But right. it was just... That's strange. I mean, there's yeah. more, but that one always sticks out in my brain for some reason. Yeah. And I mean, do you ever do you ever look at your, like when you get appraisals back and stuff, just to kind of be oh, curious? You see some weird stuff. <laughs> I, I saw one, they had, a, they had a full a full cat room. Yeah. And it was like the walls were pink and like had cats all yeah. over. Yeah. See, that's like going to be me and my dog room. <laughs> right. right. Well, you got to do, do the under the stairs dog room. Those right. things look really cool. We have spiral staircase, though. Oh, really? So okay. it's, yeah. Rip out the staircase. You don't need it. <gasps> We what do. are you gonna do in the dog room? Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, so it was gonna be this. our workout room slash dog room, but oh. now we joined a gym, so it's kinda like okay. <laughs> you so know. For right now. Yeah. So now it's uh I'm going to probably just paint it, get a lot of paintings picture or paintings of my dogs done. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the we have a full bathroom back there. So I'm gonna make it dog friendly to where I can groom them and uh, wash them easier. I, I yeah, I was like, wait a minute, the dog uses the bathroom. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome? It's like that movie Meet the Fockers, the cat. It's like, oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Right. That's kind of cool, though. So, I mean, is this, and are we talking about like 
a room, like an actual what would be Huge. somebody's bedroom? It used to be our master bedroom, oh, actually. Really? Before we added that whole second level, oh, it was our okay, master. Okay, so it's not your master bedroom anymore. No. I didn't know okay. if you were like, you know, we just gave it up for the dog. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, do the dogs hang out in the dog room? Like, do they have special beds? They, they do. We have two poker. beds back there. Okay. We have, And then we have two beds in our main area. Huh, that's awesome. I spoil them. They're my babies because I don't have kids yet. Right, right. So. That's awesome, though. Okay, that's really cool. So tell us what, uh, tell us what this year brings so far for you and your business and you know what are your plans for the rest of 2019 so this year because it's short Mm -hmm. right now since we're only in february um january kind of stunk but uh compared to my last january um but it's picked up so i have six pending right now so my i'm hopefully making up for that by march that's my goal um this year i plan on doubling my homes well not doubling i guess doubling my gross yeah um Huge. By, yeah, which is huge. And by like bringing people on as my team, <laughs> I, I do. Do I say huge a lot? I probably do. <laughs> um, but and then last, I guess in the future is just to help people if they really want to be in real estate yeah. to do it and do okay. it the right way. Not the way that I did it and cried every single night of my life for that full year <laughs> for and that first three years yeah and just <laughs> hit it hard with these people so that's good so yeah. and what kind of and tell us too what kind of people are you looking for i mean are you necessarily do they have to be licensed they do would you prefer brand new people veterans i would i think brand new people because yeah. i like help coaching and help them i don't want them to come with bad habits from other places uh, yeah which is a lot so yeah. um Definitely new people. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, you know, as always, we appreciate you being on the show with us and hanging out. Thank you for um, having me. And I know David mm-hmm. appreciates it that he can, you still actually come around and hang out right? with us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't get into, uh, you know, the behind the scenes three years with, with DH. David. That's, yeah. a, that's like, that's literally like a three, <laughs> yeah. like a three podcast. Right. It's know, a long right? conversation. So, <laughs> that's awesome. So for anybody that's looking to get into the industry, for anybody that's looking to buy or to sell, give us all your info. So we can get a hold of you. Yeah. So my phone number is 248-767-7767. Easy number to remember. Mm-hmm. And then uh, emails broadwellhomes at gmail.com. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you. CP, yeah. as always. You bet. Jess. My pleasure. She just, yes. <laughs> just a little point. Just a little point. <laughs> All righty. That's another episode of Live on Real Estate in the Books. I'm Patrick Ali, and we'll see you next time.